Welcome to Ag This Week, sponsored by the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau. This is your host, Delene Hodnett. This week's podcast features an on-the-ground report from a rancher who's optimistic about the future of the sheep industry, a preview of a cattleman seminar, an introduction to a program meant to help farmers and ranchers cope with stress, and we wrap up with a look to the next generation with a Collegiate Farm Bureau member. Bronson Corn is a fifth-generation rancher from Chavez County who is the president-elect of the New Mexico Cattle Growers Association. He produces both cattle and sheep and is optimistic about the sheep industry, especially as we approach Easter. The lamb industry right now is doing really well, and we don't really see a lot of things that are going to affect it in the near future. Right now, the thing that's driving our market in the sheep and goat industry right now is the ethnic market. Right now, these lambs are... uh, you know, a 90-pound lamb is going to bring you anywhere between 240 to $260 a head. So right now we're extremely fortunate that the, that the market has rebounded as good as it has after COVID. The wool side of things, the fine wools are bringing very good money. We haven't had a sale down here at the Roswell Wool yet, but all fine wool, there's a market for it. We're not going to have any issues getting rid of any fine wool. The part that we're going to have problems with is uh, like black face wool, uh, coarser wools, stuff that's got a lot of vegetable matter in it. Those wools are not moving. Right now, you can't hardly give that class of wool away. We've traditionally always had a little bit of a market increase in the Easter time frame. So what are some of the innovations you're seeing in the sheep industry? Some of the innovations that we have going on mainly kind of... Uh, lean towards predator management. We've got some new technology that has started to come out. They are lights, actually, that go inside of ear tags, and they have a little siren inside of it as well. And so once you stick this ear tag inside of this lamb or the ewe or or whatever you're sticking it in, it senses whenever something is chasing it. So it doesn't go off of heart rate or anything like that. It goes off of speed, off of motion. Once this animal starts running, weaving back and forth, this ear tag will actually send out a light burst and some high-pitched squawking sound and can help deter predation on your livestock. Oh my gosh, that's fascinating. Have you experimented with that type of predator mitigation? Not yet. It's not widely available at this point yet, but it is going to be. Whenever it does come out, we're probably going to give it a shot. So, Brunson, tell me about your ranch, how long you've been there, how long have y'all been raising sheep? So, we've been in the Roswell area. Uh, I'm a fifth generation. We came in uh, 1872, I believe, and I think the first sheep herd that our family got was right there at the turn of the century. What are your hopes for the future of the ranch, Bronson? Oh, my hopes for the future of the ranch. Well, that's a tough question to answer always. I'm optimistic. First of all, you have to be optimistic. If you're going to be in agriculture, you've got to be an optimist, right? If you're not, then you're probably not going to make it in the agriculture industry. That being said, I'm optimistic in the fact that the future of my ranch entails that my kids are going to come back and take this deal over. We've been in this area since, like I said, in 1872 is whenever our family moved here from Kerrville, Texas. And uh, I foresee us being here for another five generations. That's my hope. That's the future that I want to look forward to. That makes all of the mundane stuff that we fight through, all of the blood, sweat, and tears, that's what makes it all worth it. Thank you, Bronson. We appreciate your devotion to agriculture. 
Also in Chavez County is new extension agent Drew Garnett, and he and three other extension agents are offering a Southeast Ranchers Workshop on April 26th at the Eastern New Mexico Fairgrounds in Roswell. Drew is here with all the details. So we're hosting the Southeast Ranchers Workshop. It's going to be a combination between Chavez County, Eddy County, Lee County, and Roosevelt County. We're hoping to make this an annual event, but we're going to be starting out here in Chavez County, and it's going to be at the Eastern New Mexico State Fairgrounds on April 26th. Now, you do need to register for it. Pre-registration is only $25, but at the door, if you register that day, it is $35. The doors will open up about 7.30 for people to come in. The talks are going to start at 8.30 sharp, and we're going to start out with beef quality assurance, and then we will also have some cattle marketing. Then we'll actually have a lunch that is provided by the New Mexico Beef Council. We're going to have some live demos for growth and reproductive technologies that are available now. Then we will be having uh, some sheep and goat management, wildlife damage and mitigation, fly control as well, which is an important topic. I am a new agent here for Chavez County, but speaking with some of the producers, flies have been a bad problem in the last few years. To start it off with beef quality assurance, what that is is a program designed to help ensure proper health is being taken place with our cattle and our livestock. And it's a very popular program. It is a nationwide program. Dr. Wenzel is actually the state coordinator for uh, the New Mexico Beef Quality Assurance Program, and he is actually going to be the one presenting the Beef Quality Assurance Program. And so if you come to our program, you will get certified in BQA, or if you're already certified, it will count as two BQA credits for continuing education towards your certification. You need so many certification credits to maintain your certification every three years. Now, with the cattle marketing, we're having Dr. Franny Miller from New Mexico State University come in, and she is an ag economist. She does have an animal science degree, but she then got her master's in agricultural economics and then her PhD in public policy and political economy. So she does have production experience both on dairy and beef livestock and is a firm believer in helping New Mexico producers improve their financial management and decision-making. And uh, a lot of her current research is on the impacts and spread of foreign animal diseases uh, that can get introduced here. But she's going to be a great resource, and it'll be a great talk from her, especially considering all that's happened over the last few years. I think we definitely need some new insights into marketing our cattle and livestock, especially here in New Mexico. We really want to help our producers here. As I said, lunch is provided by the New Mexico Beef Council. They are such a firm believer in the Beef Quality Assurance Program. They are actually attaching to any county that is hosting BQA programs. They're wanting to help in any way they can, and so that is how they're helping out this program which just goes to show you how important this program is to the New Mexico Beef Council and how they feel it is directing the beef industry here in New Mexico, but also nationwide. Now, after lunch, we don't want anybody falling asleep. Figured we'd go with some live demos, and for that we have Dr. Craig Gifford, and he is the Extension Beef Cattle Specialist. His main focus is on beef cattle production, and he focuses on the reproductive side 
of beef cattle. So he's going to be introducing some new technologies um, for that and showing off some different strategies for producers to use. So we're hoping to get everybody off their feet, walking around a little bit so they're not too groggy after that wonderful meal provided by the New Mexico Beef Council. Going forward from there, we are going to kind of shift a little bit into sheep and goat management. We have been seeing an uptick in hair sheep for meat production across the markets, and we have been seeing an increase in hair sheep production by our producers here, especially in Chavez County. I've been seeing quite a few more. And so we wanted to include them. We feel like a lot of the time these livestock workshops or symposiums, they focus just strictly on beef for good reason. Beef is always going to be king. But we definitely want to reach out and help and support our sheep and goat uh, community. And so that is going to be uh, Shad Cox and Patrick Kircher. Um, So Shad Cox is employed at the Corona Ranch and Livestock Research Center. He's been there for 28 years, but the last 18 he's been the superintendent uh, at the center. And he coordinates a multifaceted research program. Uh, It's a working ranch model developed to maintain uh, economically sustainable livestock production. So it's really hands-on research that is going on and on a working ranch that they're doing all of this research. And so they actually maintain commercial cow-calf and meat-goat herds as well as a western white-faced range flock on the 28,000-acre in central New Mexico up near Corona. And then Patrick Kircher is the county agent for Roosevelt County, and he's worked for NMSU Cooperative Extension uh, for 19 years, and he's raised sheep and goats uh, most of his life, and uh, he's still there in Roosevelt, and he's also one of the agents who's helping put on uh, this program as well. And then since we are talking about sheep and goat management, one of the biggest problems that uh, comes with raising sheep and goats are going to be predators, which is why we transition into talking about wildlife damages and mitigations. We're going to have Dr. Sam Smallage from New Mexico State University. He is the extension wildlife specialist in uh, in the extension animal sciences and natural resources department at New Mexico State. And he is also, uh, well, his focus is on meeting the diverse needs of New Mexicans Uh, related to wildlife in rural and urban environments. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be focusing on the rural side uh, with mitigating damages from wildlife towards our our sheep flocks. But he also coordinates the Range Improvement Task Force, uh, which is a team of professionals that is committed to natural resource education and research and conflict mediation. And so he's working um, essentially to inform and help people make better decisions involving uh, the natural resources uh, and predominantly in wildlife on that. Um, But then uh, for the last talk of the day is fly control, uh, protecting your herd, and that is going to be Dr. Brandon Smythe. Um, He is the director of New Mexico State University's Veterinary Entomology Research Lab. And his research focuses on the control of stable flies, horn flies, face flies, house flies, and then along with mosquitoes, lice, mites, and ticks. And that is one of the 12 ag experiment stations that we have in New Mexico. 
a lot of his research is uh, focused on the horn fly, which is the number one pest of cattle. And with these last two talks, with wildlife damage and mitigation and with fly control, there are going to be two CEUs available for private uh, applicator's license. So not only can you get your beef quality assurance certification, you can also get the credits if you're already certified. You can get the two BQA credits if you're already certified uh, for BQA, but also you can get two CEU credits for private applicator's license if you have that as well. And so we're really cramming a lot into uh, one day. <laughs> it's uh, going to be running from 8 to 5.30. Um, but we are excited about it, and we're trying to get as much information out there and available to our producers as we can. You can sign up online. The easiest place to go is to either Lee County, Eddy County, Roosevelt County, or in my personal preference, Chavis County's uh, uh, websites. And there is actually a link you can click on uh, that says the Southeast Ranchers Workshop that you can click on and you can sign up and get more information right there online. And uh, for the Chavis County Extension website, it is chavis-extension.nmsu.edu. And so we look forward to seeing everybody there and come out and enjoy great information and a great lunch provided by the New Mexico Beef Council. Thanks, Drew. Remember, that's April 26th, and you can find more information by searching online for NMSU Southeast Ranchers Workshop. Agriculture can be filled with unique stresses, from fluctuating market prices to unpredictable weather events. And as a result of these unique stressors, it's no surprise that agriculture communities have experienced increased mental health challenges and suicide. The New Mexico Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Network is a collaboration between the New Mexico Department of Agriculture, the Southwest Border Food Protection and Emergency Preparedness Center, and New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau. The Here to Help campaign offers support through evidence-based prevention and wellness and health resources. The effort includes workshops to provide outreach and education regarding stress relief and wellness. Dr. Karim Martinez joins us to explain the initiative. My name is Karim Martinez, and I'm an Extension Family Life and Child Development Specialist. So I've been working on this project as part of my role to help support behavioral health and wellness in extension programming. The Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Network Program, it's funded through a grant from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and the purpose of the program is to develop a network that connects individuals who are involved in farming, ranching, and other agricultural-related occupations to programs that can assist them with managing stress. And in New Mexico, the New Mexico Department of Agriculture is a group that received this funding. And so they're collaborating very closely with New Mexico State University's Cooperative Extension Service and the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau to implement the program. So here in New Mexico, we're actually calling it Here to Help New Mexico. And this program, just to give you a little bit of context of why this program is important here in New Mexico and, and also nationally, the Here to Help New Mexico program, we really wanted to address some of the issues that are being faced in farm and ranching communities, right? Because farming and ranching is extremely stressful. 
and people involved in production agriculture, you know, while they may have similar stressors to owning a small business, so some of the, the similar things are, you know, managing employees, keeping income coming in. But farmers and ranchers have additional stress, especially things that may be outside of their control. So it could be things like the environment or the markets for their products or government regulations. And so because there's a lot of the stress going on, especially when it's beyond your control, that ongoing stress, it can become chronic stress. And the challenge with that is that when we have this ongoing chronic stress, And maybe if there aren't enough resources available, then it can increase the risk of experiencing anxiety and depression. And a statistic that I saw recently was that suicides, unfortunately, among farmers are one and a half times higher than the national average. And actually, ag workers are one of the top five industry groups for rates of suicide. So that's why we really wanted to make sure that we brought this program here to New Mexico where we can hopefully develop some resources for farm and ranching communities. The idea behind Here to Help New Mexico is that we're hoping to create this support network of programs and resources. So it's maybe having a way that people can connect with tools. So we're thinking about, you know, tools to to manage stress, tools to improve mental health as well as general health and the idea is by connecting people to resources hopefully reduce the risk of suicide and then what I'm really glad is that we're not just focusing on ag producers themselves but also thinking about well how can we reach ag families and also the ag workers Uh, because the industry itself it's pretty stressful so so I think that's our main goal is connecting people to resources that will hopefully benefit and help them. Some of the specific ways that we want to achieve that goal of connecting people to resources. So one, we're we're working on creating a website that people in the ag community, and actually anyone, so it'll be a website that anyone can go to and where they can find resources and programs related to stress management and building resilience and also uh, addressing mental health challenges. And so with this website, we want to have a range of resources. So some of the resources might be helping with managing the actual stressors, right? So I mentioned some of the financial challenges that can be associated with with farming and ranching. So we want to have some information on there on how to support, you know, when there's financial challenges or even farm succession. So even having farms being passed down through families, uh, that can be stressful in and of itself. And then in addition to that, we also want to have information on there on how to connect with a mental health professional in case the chronic stress are requiring professional to to help with managing that. And so we want a range of different information. And so to promote that website, we also want to have a social media campaign. So it's the idea is a social media campaign can promote not only the websites, but also the resources that we're developing. And then the last thing that we're going to be working on is building capacity within the New Mexico State University's Cooperative Extension Service to help provide education and information in ag communities to support mental health and wellness. So the way we're going to go about doing this is, and we've we've already started, so we're offering 
uh, to train extension agents in a variety of programs and two evidence-based programs in particular. So one is called Mental Health First Aid. So once agents are trained in this, they can deliver these workshops in their community. And what Mental Health First Aid does is it helps train community members. So you don't have to have any kind of background in mental health. The idea is that any person in the community can learn skills. So in case you need to reach out and provide initial help to somebody who may be developing a mental health or substance use problems, you'll know how to interact with that person and get them help if they're maybe in crisis. So that's mental health first aid. The other program is called Question, Persuade, and Refer. So we we call it QPR. And it really is based on that same model of CPR, where again, it can train anyone. You don't have to have a medical background for CPR, so you don't have to have a mental health background for QPR. And so this one is specifically a suicide prevention training. The idea is you can train people on, again, how to respond in case someone you're interacting with is in crisis and may be at risk of suicide. The idea is that we can train extension agents in these programs and then they can help deliver that information into their own communities. We just really want to provide a resource that hopefully can offer support and help because so many of us, I think, are navigating such challenging times right now. And so really, we would just want to offer some information and resources that offer hope. Thanks, Dr. Martinez. Stress can be overwhelming, but there are places and people to turn to for help. For this week's Look to the Next Generation, we're featuring Katie Petty from the NMSU chapter of the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau Collegiate Farm Bureau Program. Katie, tell us about the group. Hi, I'm Katie Petty. I'm a graduate student here at New Mexico State University, and I'm currently studying strategic agricultural communications. The great thing about Collegiate Farm Bureau is that there's no limit to what you can get out of this organization. We're member-driven, which means that we want to help you achieve your goals, no matter what those goals might be. Additionally, we find value in being able to offer our members as many opportunities to network as possible. So we're highly involved in the local agricultural community, and we're highly involved on campus. We've also had individuals compete in the National Discussion Meet, which brings together individuals from across the nation to discuss important agricultural issues. It's a great way to meet new friends, it's a great way to travel, and it's a great way to sharpen your research skills. Personally, I benefited from Collegiate Farm Bureau by being able to expand my network nationwide. I've also gained important life skills that will follow me no matter what industry I decide to become involved in. If you're an individual who's interested in working in the agricultural industry, want to be involved on campus, or you just want to meet new friends, I highly recommend becoming involved in Collegiate Farm Bureau. Thanks, Katie. For more information about joining, search online for New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau Collegiate Farm Bureau. This has been Delene Hodnett with New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau's Ag This Week.